Hi everyone, I'm Mahan. And I'm Celine. And welcome to another episode at the We, we Are, Are Podcast. Podcast. So, for today's episode, we are going to talk a little bit, starting off, about Halloween. Because Halloween yeah. was so yesterday. So, today... Well, yeah. The day yes, we... Yeah. We're filming it on Halloween, but the day yeah. we post it is like the day after Halloween. So, so, let's talk. What are you being for Halloween? I'm being Velma from Scooby-Doo. That's and great. And I wore that to school because we had a costume day. Mm -hmm. And then also we had a party for, like, a club where I wore it to. Yes. What are you being? I am being... Okay, so for the school parties, <clears throat> I wore Red Riding Hood mm -hmm. slash the devil because I had devil earbuds. <laughs> and I just it wore worked. a red skirt. Mm -hmm. It worked. But for actual Halloween, I'm going to be Hermione because I love her. Hermione Granger, guys. I literally wanted to be Hermione so bad when I was a kid. Hermione, I've been Hermione too before. Everyone loves Hermione. You gotta so, love the Hermione. Let's talk about Halloween. Fun, great, love it, right? It's a great but, holiday. There's a but to everything. There's a but to everything. Tell us about that. But. Not including people. <laughs> Wait, actually, including people. <laughs> yeah. Not excluding. I mean, not excluding. Exactly. Tell us a little bit more about that but. So, the first news update is about being Halloween safe. Because we all know y'all got a bunch of candy and you probably stuffed half of it in your mouths. But, just to be safe, we wanted mm -hmm. to talk to you a little bit through Halloween candy safety. Because I know it's, like, really boring mm -hmm. and a little bit, like, fuzzy, like, teacher type. But it's important because we don't want you to be drugged. So Yeah, and also, think about it this way. You can enjoy your Halloween even more if you're being safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... I'm not trying to be like Candy Patrol because I've been in the place where I wanted to eat sketchy candy. <laughs> but you know, but it's better safe than sorry. It's better not to eat needles. Mm -hmm. Just saying. Okay, so throughout <clears throat> history, I think there's been like a lot of like rumors going around that someone drugged candy or like there's actually been a couple <clears throat> of cases where like kids died unexpectedly around and also, Halloween. And they think it's like because of like drugs, um, but they <clears throat> don't like know where it is or like there's other reasons that could be mm -hmm. for their deaths but there has been like a lot of scandals about like people drugging mm -hmm. halloween candy and handing yeah. them out and also like didn't someone like put some chemical or like tide pod in candy or like yeah. needles or something they wrapped there was a rumor that there was like, like needles in it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah like cocaine needles <clears throat> and oh that's so disgusting so just to the, like basic courtesy of halloween candy mm -hmm. if anything is like <clears throat> a candy that you don't know like, like, never heard of. Yeah. <clears throat> like, sketchy, like, candy from, like, middle of, like, the East Coast and, like, this Barbados yeah. or something. Like, if it's not a popular company, like, Snickers, Skittles, those are popular. Yeah. Everyone knows And that. even if it's, like, lesser known, like, 100 Grand or Rolos, those are still very popular yeah. candies. Like, I would suggest, <clears throat> if it seems weird to you, I guess, like, look it up and see how common it is. Because exactly. if it's really uncommon, you never know. Another thing, definitely, I would say, if it's opened or there's, like, a small opening, don't eat it. Because yeah. that's just, like, gross, you know? Yeah. And it is. So, honestly, I feel like we should have worn our costumes to this episode. Oh, that would be so cool. I just realized that now. We should have done that. Sorry, Dang guys. it. I'm so sorry. 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 I love, <laughs> like, the East Coast accent. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Some bunny waffles. Bunny waffles? Here in Joycey. <laughs> Here in Joycey, guys, I you gotta, like you a, gotta come to Boston, mate. Oh my god, I should be like the, I should be like a Italian, like, heritage person who sells pizza for next Halloween. 
Yes. Yeah. An Italian man. One of my friends was for... like Gordon Ramsay, and they carried around a wooden spoon and like two slices oh, of I bread. I love that. I love Gordon no, Ramsay. They carried around two slices of bread and like slapped them on people. Were like you idiot sandwich. You idiot. <laughs> you idiot sandwich. I love that. That's so creative. I love that. Yeah. But mm. anyway, a lot. Back to cocaine candy. <laughs> C squared. Because that's a thing. Because I mean. I guess there hasn't been, like, a huge proven scandal, but there has been a lot of, like, small things that you just need to be safe because people out there are weird, and you don't know what that goes through their mind. Yeah. So if you see any candy that looks like it's been opened or, like, super glued back mm-hmm. shut, yeah, that you don't know, like, just suspicious-looking candy, mm-hmm. just scout it out with your parents and just, like, it's just mm-hmm. be extra sure. And also look at the candy before you eat it to make and sure also, there's nothing on it or in it. Some people, like, save candy from, like, years before that they didn't give. And Ew. they would give people, like, expired candy. And, <laughs> candy like, expired? I know them? someone, they, they, this kid in, like, elementary school ate, like, half of his bag. And some of them were, like, expired and he had food poisoning for, like, a week. Oh, girl, I didn't even know candy expired. Yeah, it does. Oh, Especially, gross. like, a lot of chocolates, I think. Check the expiration date, folks. And if it tastes, like, stale, just throw it away. Mm-hmm. It's not good. Last but not least about Halloween, allergies. Take it away, mm-hmm. something. Okay. So, I'm allergic to, like, tree nuts and stuff. So, mm-hmm. besides peanuts and almonds, which is great. So, like, if you have allergies and you know what you're allergic to, obviously check the ingredients. Just because that's, like, a, you know, you and should And on the mini ones, sometimes they don't show it, so Google. Google. You can Google it totally. Or if it's something that you just really don't know, then just don't eat it. But, um, also, I would say carry around, like, an allergy kit if you're eating them with you, just because that'll keep you safe. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, don't eat anything if it says, like, may contain or, like, obviously contain, you know. Yeah. And just, like, check with your parents if you're really not sure about something. Yeah. And if you have, like, a random allergy attack, then go to the hospital. And also, instead of, like, throwing it away, give it to one of your friends or donate it. Because mm-hmm. I know that's... Yeah, because like- I can't have Snickers and I'm giving all mine to Anna. <laughs> yeah, I used to donate, like... My mom would make us donate, like, 100 pieces mm-hmm. of candy. Yeah, instead of, like, eating them all through a year, because that's not the health Or, like, giving one. them out to, like, kids. Just whatever you can do, mm-hmm. it's good. Give them to your friends, you yeah, know? Yeah, that's a good way to kind of, like, regulate your candy intake. Because I know mm-hmm. I, for one, can, like, inhale chocolate. Same. And unreal I foods. usually, like, yeah, I would say, like, don't keep it for, like, the entire year, because that's a little bit extra. Yeah. But, like, you know, it's okay. But anyway, on to our first actual update, besides the mm-hmm. fun little Halloween yes. segment. We have white male wins money. <laughs> white male. Okay, it's a little bit more complicated than that. Yeah. But, okay, so a jury awards a man $10 million because he said he was being fired for being a white male. Mm-hmm. So that seems contradictory, because I feel like racism is usually targeted towards, like, black people like, like minorities yeah minority racist and i'll get into it okay so a man in a lawsuit said that he was fired from a hospital for being a white man according to the lawsuit his former employer allegedly fired him and hired a black woman and white woman to increase diversity so basically what they were trying to do at the workplace was increase diversity and <clears throat> i think people's definition of diversity is more like other mi- min- minority races rather yes. than like white people and also women because i think men are definitely considered like not diverse i feel like just because women didn't have as many rights in the past yeah exactly you know so um david duval was the name of the man he was the plaintiff meaning that he was the one who was suing yeah so um he had been hired in 2013 for senior vice president uh, president of marketing and communications by novelt 
Novon, I can't speak, Novon Health Inc. Um, and he was fired in 2018, allegedly without any warning. So the lawsuit said that Duval was, quote, performing at a high level and exceeding performance expectations. So there was no reason why he should have been fired. And um, after he was fired, like I said before, a white woman and, or I'm not sure if she was white, but just a woman and a black woman were hired on. So <clears throat> the lawsuit also said he was replaced, quote, for the express purpose of increasing gender and racial diversity among Novant executives Which um i feel like is really wrong i mean yeah i feel like if you want to have more diversity you just hire more people you don't need to fire someone yeah you don't need to fire someone exactly and um, you don't need to like hire someone just to increase i feel like you should just it's always important to have a diverse group but that doesn't mean you should get rid of all the white people you know because yeah. to, to have a diverse group you need to have all different races and this which is includes, like, like prevalent in so many things like i know mm -hmm. for one college acceptances are um they're highly favored towards minority groups right. because obviously mm -hmm. they want to have that diversity and in that case i guess it's okay because mm -hmm. they want their campus i guess i under i understand it because but they've... it's not like they're kicking out white people in their college to bring in more like mexicans yeah and blacks yeah and, like, so Hispanics. you don't want it it's not fair if someone's doing well and they're like good at their job to just kick them out to increase diversity yeah if you want to increase so, diversity just hire more people you don't need to kick people out to do that yeah yeah so on tuesday a jury in the case said that duval had proven that his race and sex were both motivating factors in him previously being fired the jury also said that the hospital he worked at could not prove that they made dis the decision regardless of his race and sex so being white and being a male yeah because like, so if he's performing well what excuse can you use yeah there was literally no excuse and they also didn't tell him in advance like why like yeah so he was awarded 10 million dollars that's a lot of money i would rather and punitive charges <laughs> yeah same <laughs> literally so punitive charges are basically a way for the defendant um if found guilty to recompense for the action so mm -hmm. basically he's being awarded money Lagras told CNN's Duval's lawsuit, he said it's, quote, not a statement against diversity and inclusion programs. So I think it's important to add that they're not trying to say that diversity is bad, not mm -hmm. at all. They're saying it's not right to fire some to increase diversity. Yeah. And also, you can build a sense of community and diversity with everyone, you know, yeah. males, white males, black males, black women, you know. Yeah. So you should not fire people, especially if they're, if you have a legit reason, like they're doing terrible yeah. and they're like, you know, or they're but, like racist or something. Like yeah, that. then definitely I can understand that. But, but in this specific situation, it's just not, it was yeah. not presented at all. So. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to be have given 10 million honestly i think he scored <laughs> yeah honestly maybe it's good he got fired <laughs> honestly if I, would, I were to get fired maybe i should get fired and then fired let's else. think about it this way like he'd probably be making a hundred thousand dollars anyway yeah 10 million he, he worked at a hundred years so. of his life yeah yeah so he worked at a hospital which is definitely a very very decent like income mm -hmm. it's 10 million dollars is way more than decent it's like great <laughs> yeah and he won't be like taxed as much right because it's not like oh yeah salary. <laughs> anyway true. anyway so All right the next update i feel like is really important because good news fda authorizes the pfizer biotech vaccine for ages 5 to 11. oh that's good to hear so fda as one of the 20 not oh sorry fda the the Food and Drug Administration has an enacted the emergency use authorization for kids aged 5 to 11 for the Pfizer Biotechnic 
um, vaccine. And so this is like a super, super important step because with the new Delta variant and like other things, the infection of COVID-19 is becoming super transmissible to the yeah. group of children, especially mm-hmm. now that schools started back up. Um, schools have seen so uh, like a high rise in cases, which I will talk about sure. at later. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this is just a such good step because nearly like in a week, a high of like 95,000 95,000 child COVID cases were reported, according mm-hmm. to the Academy uh, of Pediatrics. So it's like more the Delta, as we know, is more than twice as contagious. And there's proof that shows that it's a lot more deadly and just right, like more sickening mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And so the CDC is actually really excited about this mm-hmm. news. But before it can officially be rolled out, the CDC has to mm-hmm. sign off. Um, before they can be distributed and it is expected to be rolled out in your local Walgreens or hospitals as soon as next week that's awesome it's awesome yay actually this week when we'll be posting it I guess it's this week now yeah because does the week start on Monday I think it starts on Sunday in America (laughs) but anyway so the so actually I think I talked about this before but FDA admissioner commissioner dr Mm -hmm. janet woodcock i talked about her last update she Mm -hmm. is a very good member of the smart lady yes Mm -hmm. and so she said quote as a mother and physician i know that parents caregivers school staff and children have been waiting for today's authorization vaccinating our younger population against covid19 will bring us closer to lead a sense of normalcy end quote Mm -hmm. and so they're hoping that this would lead them closer to having like a herd immunity which is like where a lot majority of the people um or i I think it's like around 70 percent or maybe 80 percent of the Mm -hmm. population is vaccinated and this is really good it also said the shots were effective in presenting over 90 percent of cases um that were showing symptoms as well as um showing like higher levels of recovering faster Mm -hmm. um and the side effects were similar to the teenage age group right and Mm -hmm. last but not least Let's talk a little bit about the controversy. So a lot of people right. are very hesitant about this. That's why I wasn't uh-huh. headlined as I mean, much. some people are still hesitant if they're adults about taking the yes. vaccine. So. But I feel like for children, it's even more because a lot of mm-hmm. people hear that children have more immunity naturally. But like I said, with the Delta variant, near, like it's increasing. Mm-hmm. For example, and it might be true that they have more immunity, but that doesn't mean that they have complete yes. immunity anyway. So either way, it's yeah. still dangerous. Especially with schools and like the Delta um, it's mm-hmm. increasing. So even oh, like yeah. as of October twenty mm-hmm. first, nearly six point three million children have tested positive for COVID. That's a lot of children. <laughs> yeah, since the start of the pandemic. Um, and COVID nineteen is the eighth highest killer of kids aged five to eleven over the past year. Oh my god. So I'm just saying, like that's pretty high up there because you can think of like say like car crashes and like yeah, sicknesses. Seriously, but, like. COVID, well, COVID is a sickness. Yeah, like, <laughs> and there has also been 2,000 school closures, so it is so important to get your kids vaccinated. There is mm-hmm. no risk, trust me. The FDA is, does a very thorough mm-hmm. job of showing their data. For sure, so. for sure. Get vaccinated, folks. That's really exciting. Yes. All right. The next one is also about vaccinations. 72% of unvaccinated workers have vowed to quit if ordered to get vaccinated. 
huts. That's, that's a large Sucky. group of people. <laughs> yeah. So a survey conducted by the Kaiser Family Foundation found that 37% of unvaccinated workers said they will quit their jobs if forced to get vaccinated or take weekly COVID tests. And 72% said they would quit if their employer mandates vaccines and doesn't offer a weekly testing option. So that means like okay. if they just have to take vaccines and that's the only option. So what does the weekly testing option entail? Okay. So the weekly testing option is like if you're not vaccinated, you have to get tested every single week. And obviously if you test positive, you can't come in. But if you test negative, you're good to go to work. And the so, testing is so uncomfortable. I hate the testing so much because mm. I got tested once. They stick something up your nose and trust me, I would one trillion times rather get vaccinated than get tested weekly and by the way we've both been vaccinated for like six months yeah yeah so testing is so much worse than the vaccine there was also like a rumor that your period goes away i don't know who started that yeah stupidest thing i ever heard yeah like i mean my period is is always a regular no matter what my period's been regular and mine's regular yeah and and like everyone in my family too the thing about this vaccine is that it's mrna that means it doesn't infect it doesn't interact with your dna really uh-huh. it just trains your like your body how to react it doesn't change your dna so it right. can't do anything about your period. and i think some people are so cynical that they might just like be coming up with this and then one person says that and then suddenly everyone else is like oh yeah and it's like no, I don't know. So yeah, I think that's a huge reason for women and girls, especially not to get yeah. vaccinated. Like infertility mm-hmm. has been a big discussion, mm-hmm. and it's like literally impossible. It's proven not to affect your in- your fertility. There's rate just no or, way. Like, like mRNA, there is no way it can like affect your DNA at all, which was how mm-hmm. your infertility, your like fertility, works. Mm-hmm. So there's right, no way. Right. No and way. it can't affect your period. Yeah. So, the Biden administration is creating safety rules that will require all businesses with 100 or more em- employees to mandate vaccines or test employees often, like, say, weekly. Mm-hmm. So, this would apply to about two-thirds of U.S. workers, which makes up about 80 million people. That's a lot of people. So, say everyone who said, like, oh, I would quit follows through with this. That would mean that 5 to 9% of people could end up quitting their jobs, which is a lot. That's a yeah, large that's portion a, of people, yeah. <laughs> which is bad for our economy. We don't want people to be employed. Very we don't want people to lose their jobs or quit their jobs, you know? Yeah. So, however, United Airlines and Tyson Foods, which are both major businesses, have said that when they mandated vaccinations or weekly tests, everyone in their workplace complied and, like, no one was like, I quit, so... Um, yeah. Some of this, like, some people may say, oh, I would quit, but I might not actually follow through. So, um, on top of this, this data isn't totally representative because it's um, it only covers 1,500 U.S. adults. So, that's yeah, not everyone. Of course. So, um, 24% of adults in the same survey said they knew someone who quit for work over vaccine mandates, but only 5% of unvaccinated people in the survey said they themselves had actually quit their own jobs over that. Okay. So it's, it's still larger than we want it to be, but you know. Yeah. So the survey, by the way, was taken between October 14th and 24th. So, um, pretty recent. Yeah. So many people are really concerned about this though. Um, Vaccine mandates are more still more common than they used to be, though, which is good. So the survey found that 25% of workers said their employer required vaccinations, which is a rise from 9% in June. That means that more employers are, like, mandating vaccinations. And a lot of people really want, like, a federal mandate. So then basically they their workplace can be more safe, but they can't be the one blamed so people don't quit. So okay, a lot yeah. of people want that. Okay, last thing. The CEO of United Airlines, who's Scott Kirby, 
Kirby said that it would be disrupted to the usual running of airlines if everyone had to test weekly. Um, so a lot of people were very against the testing weekly because he said if people tested positive and there if it was like a delay in people getting tested or people didn't want to get tested, no one would come to work and this could lead to flight cancellations and service problems. So a lot of people are against that. So yeah. There's that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Last update of the first half is about Mr. Mark Zuckerberg. All right. Yes. Tell us a little bit about Meta, right? Yes. So, okay. on Thursday, the Facebook announced that it, it will be changing its name to Meta. So, Facebook, which is, like, probably one of the most popular forms of social media, will now adopt the new name Meta um, based mm-hmm. on the sci-fi term of Metaverse to describe its vision of like being a virtual reality sort of world okay so a lot of people kind of know the reason behind this and i think i talked about this before but Mm -hmm. the whistle the whistleblower Mm -hmm. by facebook known as francis hogan um a whistleblower by the way is like a employee that kind of like spills the beans spills the tea (laughs) spills the tea about like the very dangerous tea that yeah. the company doesn't want spilled. <laughs> yeah, it's like the inside workings of kind of mm-hmm. like things that they do that are unconstitutional, mm-hmm. right. um, fraud, etc. So she detailed to the Senate com- subcommittee um, and a bunch of product safety and data security on like her knowledge of how Facebook's algorithm is intentionally promoting radical and wrong views of like politics to people that simply follow republicans just so that they can make Mm -hmm. profit off of it um and she said that they quote harm children stoke division and weaken our democracy put profit over moral responsibility and promotes misinformation knowingly um through their algorithm so she was highly critical of it but she also like Mm -hmm. offered a lot of evidence but after this there has been so much attention brought to facebook there's been so much scandals so many like news articles done on Mm -hmm. them that people believe that mark zuckerberg is trying to change their name just to distance themselves from this drama yeah so people don't when they think of the new name which is beta they don't think of facebook yes they don't think of like the scandalous facebook yeah scandalous (laughs) yeah the renaming was announced at a like the facebook connect augmented and virtual reality conference and it represents their like growing ambitions and also they didn't say this but trying to get away from the scandal yeah it's pretty obvious be real so um the company said that like by announcing this new name it will also change the stock ticker so a stock ticker it was so confusing to me. I it took me a long time to understand this. Okay. But a ticker is like a symbol, basically like an abbreviation, kind of for like a security traded on a specific market. So it's in the stock market, mm-hmm. and the it's it's like used to like identify the different stocks and like um, investments made. For okay. example, like. Apple's stock ticker was the AAPL. Um, Ford's stock ticker was the F, single letter F. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's basically just like a symbol that kind of like people know the stock by. It's not. It's not that simple, but okay, that's confusing. <laughs> it, it's super confusing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. So a stock tick. Uh, the actual definition is a ticker symbol or stock symbol is an abbreviation used to uniquely identify publicly traded shares of a particular stock on a particular stock market okay <laughs> so they changed their stock ticker from fb for facebook to mvrs for like metaverse mm-hmm. um and but so, is the facebook like the company is it still known facebook or is it no it's meta no, they're changing really? it to meta completely okay. and so, so like 
Okay, sorry. Yeah, if you download the app, would it be like Facebook or would it be Meta? As of right now, I think it's still Facebook, but mm-hmm. I think they signed to change their stock change. ticker in December. Oh, wow. So okay. I'm thinking that at the same time, they will probably change the yeah, actual the thing. Name. Right. Okay. But they're also hoping to introduce like a virtual reality type thing where people can like sit in a virtual reality rooms it's really weird but okay they showed demos of it and like they it was part of it was like a pixar pixar animation of like people sitting um of their cartoon version sitting in like these space Mm -hmm. spaces i don't know it's kind of weird but right i think what do you think about this decision you think it's smart or bad personally i would say it's a bad decision just because facebook is known for being facebook not metaverse like it's almost like they're starting from the ground up they're like restarting and i get they're trying to get away from the backlash and stuff but even with everyone complaining about facebook there's still so many people that use facebook right so like i think with metaverse it's almost like creating a new thing so you have to start again and i feel like it's more complicated and no one's gonna know facebook by metaverse they're gonna know it by facebook you exactly know? i said almost the same so, thing i also have to know like about the stock market you guys should mm-hmm. look into stocks because it's really important even though it's really confusing mm-hmm. it's confusing. it's becoming super prominent mm-hmm. today but anyway i agree with celine i feel like mm-hmm. they i i understand they want to separate themselves from the scandal and kind of build a new name but the mm-hmm. the fame that facebook has acquired is like right. unmatched and i don't there's no way it's going to gain the same popularity there's no i just don't think it will and i think it's like if a singer randomly changed their name you know yeah. it's like people wouldn't know them by that name you yeah. know it's they like know like if ariana grande changed her name to like ben carter it just doesn't have <laughs> the know. same effect yeah. you know mm-hmm. right because it, it yeah anyway so anyways that's our first time. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Uh, bye. Catch you in a second. Oh, yeah. Bye. Welcome back from the break. Hi. Okay. So, second half, let's get right into it. Yes. First update is woman dies trying to swim across the U.S.-Mexican border with a group of migrants. So migrants are just people who like move from one place to another, like a region or a country. So agents in the U.S. Border Patrol were notified of the fact that before midnight on Friday, a group of 70 people were trying to swim between the barrier of Tijuana, Mexico and the beach at Borderfield State Park in San Diego. So the woman was believed to be a part of a group of 70 migrants who were swimming and when she was found she was unresponsive and unable to be revived so the agency apprehended 36 mexican citizens who swam across the border um 13 of the people they apprehended had to be rescued from the water actually so the fiscal year of 2020 has had more migrant deaths on the u.s southern border than any other year and by the way the fiscal year um was from October 1st, 2020 to September 30th, 2021. So it's a little bit different than our normal year, but okay. it's still like the same period of time. So um, the fiscal year, um, there have been 557 Southwest border deaths between the fiscal year. And this is a 254 increase from the prior fiscal year, which is a lot. So according to the agency the majority of the deaths from the migrants are related to heat exposure like stuff like heat stroke for example but some migrants also get lost or run out of supplies um experts say one of the major elements driving the amount of illegal border crossings is the pandemic because there's such economic harm in like different countries that people want to get out and go to a better country you know or like a country that's doing better like economically so 
when you think about this, like, why would you want to, like, risk your life to cross, like, illegally if you could cross legally? So there are definitely a lot of reasons why, like, immigrants would cross illegally. And I'm going to get into that. And it's why a lot of people actually believe in, like, immigration reform. Yeah. Because there are a ton of opportunities for some people to get, uh, to live in the U.S. Um, legally. So there is an estimated number of about 11.1 million unauthorized immigrants in the U.S., meaning they entered illegally. So according to two opinion surveys, 98% of unauthorized immigrants said they would have preferred to enter the U.S. legally instead of illegally. So in the U.S., there are currently a few categories that people can come in like legally. So most unauthorized migrants living in the U.S. right now are not eligible for a green card. Mm -hmm. And a green card means you can live and work permanently in the U.S. So the first thing to be the first like way you can get in, I guess, to the U.S. and get a green card is if you have like a qualified family member in the U.S. that petitions to bring a foreign born family member to the U.S. lawfully. So say you're coming from Mexico and you have a family member in California, they could petition for you to come. Yeah. Um, and U.S. citizens can petition for lawful residency in the U.S. for people like spouses, um, siblings. So like if your sister was in Mexico and wanted to come in, you could petition. But the relatives have to have an income level that is above the poverty line and have to commit financially to the immigrant. So like your sister in California would have to have a certain amount of income that's above the poverty line and would have to commit to like, you know, having you come in. So next up, another category or like way immigrants can get in is if they're fleeing political persecution or future persecution based on race, religion, political opinion, stuff like that. Refugee. So these, yeah, these people are called refugees, which basically means they're fleeing a very bad or dangerous situation. So they may seek political asylum in the U.S. or count for refugee status, which means they'll be let in. So refugees are of special humanitarian concern to the U.S., so that's why we let them in. So there was, but there is also an annual limit to the amount of refugees that can enter the U.S., so if we surpass that limit, we can no longer let any more in. They're called so, quotas. Quotas, okay. Yeah, Thank so you. quotas are like limits that certain countries can mm -hmm. allow people to immigrate so they oh, started okay. in like the mm -hmm. 1920s during the great depression uh -huh. and it's like this many people from china can immigrate mm -hmm. to the u.s okay got yeah. it thank you so lastly um one of the other immigration categories involves um being sponsored by a U.S. employer to come live in the U.S. lawfully. Mm -hmm. So these categories are limited to those with advanced degrees, though. And say, if you're a low-skilled worker, by the way, a low-skilled worker is someone who's defined as um, having no more than a high school education and having no more than one year of experience. If you're a low-skilled worker, it's really hard for you to get into the U.S. because there are only 5,000 green cards annually available for low-skilled workers. So... I just went through all the ways you can like get into the U.S. If you don't fall into any of these categories, like you don't have family, you're not a refugee and you're not like you don't have the work level or experience or like education level, then there's not really another way to get in, which is why a lot of people believe in immigration reform. So more people can be let in, you know? Yeah. So then more people would get in legally rather than illegally. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Human geography. Mm -hmm. That's why I know a lot about. We did like mm -hmm. a month on migration. Oh wow! <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it's a lot. Mm -hmm. It's memorized like the great U.S. migrations. 
that's confusing. It's really wanna... confusing. Okay, that is. And confusing. like the great migrations of like Asians and Europeans. Anyway. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so the next update is about Queen Elizabeth. So you've probably seen this on the news, but the Queen Elizabeth mm-hmm. was um, admitted to a hospital. Um, the London King Edward's the seventh hospital on her first day uh, in the hospital in eight years just insane because she hasn't been like in the hospital for like so a long Uh long time um and she was admitted to the hospital um people are speculating it's probably because of stress um there's not they didn't they didn't reveal much about it to be honest but a couple of sources say that she was super busy um with after uh hustling after prince philip's death as mm-hmm. well as emma radu canoes u.s open last month she watched for like a long time and she was staying mm-hmm. up late and it left her pretty like you know tossed per se mm-hmm. so she was staying there and um she was in the hospital for overnight and it was it was really weird because a lot of people like to say that the queen overworks herself right. so it's kind of weird to see um she was ordered to take rest for two weeks and mm-hmm. because of that she had to cancel the 13th festival of remembrance at the royal albert hall in london an event meant to honor the british and commonwealth men and women who have fought wars and other disasters and she was really sad about that um according to the palace but she's hoping to attend the remembrance sunday ceremonies um and has a great importance you know, she's, she's enjoyed, like, having pretty good health in her old age, mm-hmm. but a lot of people are thinking that, you know, it, she's starting to have more health conditions. I Especially mean, if you're working that hard, I think, because yes. she's, like, the queen, she so I think that can definitely work. Yeah, that yeah. can be hard. Um, so, I mean, I hope she's doing well. I know the, mm-hmm. all of the UK is kind of just crossing their fingers. Um and so, yeah, she would not appear at the UN also climate conference in Glasgow, which was like a great disappointment to the British government. But she is staying in the Windsor Castle and um, she's not really holding many public appearances, but she's hopefully resting and getting better. Um, and sh- next year will be her Platinum Jubilee, which is 70 years on the throne. So we're hoping that she is good for next year and she will be able to celebrate her 70 years. So all the best to Miss Queen, Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth, yes. Mm-hmm. Even though I act like I know her, even though she's Queen. I don't. I don't <laughs> huh. I've never seen the Queen. Mm-hmm. But yes. The queen is great. Okay. So Let's next. talk about the G20. The G20 summit. So the G20 summit is basically, it's like a meeting of different like um, countries. It's a forum of 19 different countries in the U- EU. And basically they just meet together to discuss things like health crises, like um, just different issues that are prevalent in society basically. So I'm going to go through like things that have happened. So Biden actually called Russia and China out for failing to make meaningful commitments to, quote, deal with climate change. Ouch. So he criticized their lack of commitment at the G20 summit to, like, agree to climate initiatives to, like, whether it be, like, reduce greenhouse gas emissions or, like, you know, cleaner sources, improve cleaner sources of energy. So um, Biden said, quote, the disappointment relates to the fact that Russia and including not only Russia, but China basically didn't show up in terms of any commitments to deal with climate change. 
So um, on top of this, Biden talked about the strength of his commitment to climate change. He's basically like, I'm going to double down and I'm going to like, we're going to work on this because it's a major issue, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, there's that. Okay. So next thing is that Biden says he's going to meet with a quote, broad coalition of partners to address supply chain backlogs. So the president biden obviously made a push for his domestic agenda and the build back better plan um and said it would strengthen the supply chain so um he said quote in the build back better framework which is god willing going to be voted on as early as sometime this coming week includes for the first time several billion dollars to help strengthen the supply chain to make sure that we have access to everything that we need so that's good okay Yes. Let's just go through all the okay. I'm just gonna go through all these different categories. So um they failed to make the net zero pledge. I thought that was interesting. So uh it was the net zero pledge would be like an agreement that they would do basically um keep the global average temperature increase to one point five degrees Celsius, um, which would um help with like climate change. So so net zero they, emissions, you know. Yeah, like greenhouse gas emissions is what they're referring to. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. There was there was another thing I wanted to talk about with that. Let's see where it went. I'm so sorry. Okay. So, um, the United Kingdom actually announced it would be naming an enormous body of ice in Antarctica the Glasgow Glacier because, um, Basically, they wanted to start marking the outstanding effort to the scientific community and basically name glaciers after the locations of major climate treaties. So um, they named the glacier after that. So, yeah. And there's still more, but it's like a lot and I don't want to go through like literally everything. So, yeah, basically, they're just meeting and one of their main topics is like climate change. So they're working on like climate change initiatives, stuff like that. Okay. So, our next update is about how a customer filed a $5 million lawsuit against Kellogg for not having enough strawberries in their Pop-Tarts. <laughs> so, oh, in this really class funny. action lawsuit filed by Illinois resident Anita Harris in August, so she said that the marketing, she, she basically accused them of false marketing. She mm-hmm. said it was misleading because it gave the impression that the fruit filling contains a very healthy and great amount of strawberries than it actually does. And um, they're trying, they, they're promoting strawberries to promote health risks which is false because they don't even have any strawberries in it or much strawberries oh. in it um and so in this they cited that like prop tarts contains two percent or less of uh, things including dried strawberries so that means like less than two percent of their product is dried strawberries which they were kind of like oh but still on. like five million dollars i feel like that's that's like yeah. really full out <laughs> yeah and the reason that they did like such a high wage is because um they were just trying to Basically, now I think false advertising has been a very big deal. Um, Dorsky, Edgar Dorsky, which is a consumer and lawyer and founder of the editor Consumer World, said, quote, food product labeling cases are hot now. So, like, people who label some things that are exaggerated hyperboles. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, anything that basically just exaggerates their things mm-hmm. have been, like, pressed with lawsuits mm-hmm. including honey bunches of oats is almost devout devoid of honey morning star farms veggie hot dogs have almost no vegetables and so they're basically like suing them mm-hmm. on false army and they I've, 
It sounds outrageous, but it actually might be a good case yeah. to watch. I feel like almost in a way it's, like, totally different, but I feel like it's kind of, like, clickbait. Like, they're saying yeah, something, but then, like, I when agree. you get into it. And I feel like, I think that's a good thing, because a lot of false advertising can be dangerous. Like, we've talked about that with, like, vaping and stuff. Yeah. How, like, people can falsely advertise. And obviously it's a lot different, but still, I think falsely advertising can be bad for companies. So, yeah. Like, and so... They said that, like, the false and deceptive representations and omissions are likely to influence, like, customer purchasing decisions. So, mm-hmm. if this um, lawsuit does get more attention, and if she even wins, then mm-hmm. there will be a lot of, like, rebranding probably be done. Yeah. But, yeah. Wow. <sighs> okay. Bueno. Last one. Last one. So, I'm meeting with Macron. <laughs> I he's the French. That. He's the it's French. It's so funny. Prime Minister, right? Macron, yes, he's the French Prime Minister. Um, Biden says the U.S. is clumsy with submarine deal. I love that. That's my favorite thing. Love it. So, Australia. (laughs) I love it. Okay. So, let's talk about this. I had talked about this in a previous update, but I'm pretty sure everyone forgot because that was, like, in September. Yeah. So, I'm just going to review again. So, Australia and France had made a deal which provided Australia with um, conventional and diesel-fueled submarines. Oh, I remember. (laughs) Yes. And then... Australia is like, haha, suckers. No, actually, I'm making a deal with the US and Britain and basically just cut off um, France. And then France got pissed off because they were left out. So <laughs> that happened. They were like, no, that's, I want that's my rude. Submarines. They were very offended. And I can understand. Like, I Mr. mean, Macron. It was like, stab in the back, okay? You don't yeah. stab France in the back. Not Macron, guys. Especially <laughs> with the baguette. Baguette. Especially with Macron. (laughs) So on Thursday, a nuclear-powered submarine... Can stab Macron with baguette. I mean, you could. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, they they were, quote, angry and bitter, and they were, like, really mad about it. So there was a lot of tension between the U.S. and France, just because the U.S. was part of that deal. Um, But Biden called France an, quote, extremely, extremely valued partner and described the handling as clumsy. So, um, he said that it was not done with a lot of grace, and he said he thought France had actually been informed of the New Deal, but France wasn't informed, so it was kind of, like, stab in the back, because they didn't even know what I feel happening. like this is high school drama, but on, like, no, a global No, it is, scale. but not a, like, national, like, a totally, like... you like, didn't tell me you were becoming friends with these two other girls, but you did. Like, you didn't tell me you, like, were gonna went, be partners with you them? You didn't tell me they invited you to their house? Like, oh my god. And you didn't invite me, you took me out of the invitation? Like, how dare you? I wasn't invited to your birthday party. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. Okay. So, Macron claims he was satisfied with the results of the meeting, and the relations between the U.S. and France have been restored. That's good to That's hear. Good. So Biden and Macron met each other at the French embassy to the Holy Say. Um, Macron had previously recalled his ambassador to the from the U.S. back to Paris, but now he's allowed his ambassador to return to Washington a few weeks later. So um, he, ha- he had had a previous phone conversation with Biden where they promised they would meet in person in Rome, and it happened. So that's good to hear. All right. Okay, that's great. My what phone just, just died. It's okay. Oh, but anyway, for all of you listening on Anchor, yeah. Bye. Uh, thank you so mm-hmm. much. Thanks and for listening. Follow us. Um, check out our website. Um, yeah, all of our socials will be linked. And please DM us, follow us, and let us know if you have any yeah, suggestions. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Have a good week. Bye. Happy Halloween. Happy Bye. Halloween. <laughs>